0: Cuff Radio is about to begin. Everybody loves a hero. I believe there's a hero in all of us. Welcome to Real Cuff Radio. And this afternoon, we have somebody from the Fresh Fire USA on the phone. Her name is Susan McDonald, and I want her to share her testimony because, first of all, uh, out here in the area that we live in, I know a lot of women and men that have similar type testimonies but you know are not quite out of the problems, are not living for God yet, and I just believe this testimony is going to give them hope. And then we're going to talk about the uh, what is going on the start of a revival that has started here in Lindale Texas and we believe is going to explode so susan how are you today
1: doing good doing good thank you so much for this opportunity yeah we're uh, we're having a we're having a great time here in Lindale Texas uh the, the glory of god is just spreading like a wildfire <laughs> so thank you so much for this opportunity um i look forward to sharing whatever god has me to share no problem yeah todd
0: well susan now i have heard uh todd bentley on stage sa- share a little bit about your uh, your testimony and stuff and so i i'm really excited for you to share that with us today and so yes. If you want to start and just kind of give us your background and, and you know, until, until how when you got to this point, and then we'll, we'll uh, start asking some questions from there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'll be glad to. Thank you so much again for this opportunity. Again, my name is Susan McDonald. I'm originally from uh, Alabama. I grew up in a small town, Dothan, Ozark area. Uh, you know, I had a good mother. Um, she did the best that she could with me, but at age 14, I hit the streets. Uh, I was looking for love in all the wrong places. I got into witchcraft. I got into uh, selling drugs. I got into uh, promiscuous relationships with different men at uh, different ages. Um, I was always very mature for my age, and um, I just kind of took to the streets and didn't have really a hope or a prayer at that time. I didn't know Jesus. My mother she never took me to church. She never introduced me to Jesus. And so by the time I was um, 15 years old, I was locked up in a juvenile detention center uh, for about 30 days, and I stayed there. And then after that, I went to a place called the Caper House. Uh, I was on my 16th birthday, most people, most children at 16, they get cars and they get money and they have this glorious time. Well, that was my first day in rehab. I got in trouble um, with meth and cocaine and LSD, uh, crack cocaine, marijuana, Skipping school, just I was just a rebellious child. So I stayed at this caper house for I think it was about um, six months to a year. Graduated that program, went home to Ozark, Alabama, and stayed home for a little bit, and then just continued to go back on the streets and have different um, men and different things in my life that was not of god and i was just searching searching for my one true love which is jesus well then uh continuing on i moved to florida panama city beach florida um i had i was into lsd ecstasy you know um there was a nightclub there that i was a part of you know selling ecstasy just being into the party scene um i continued staying there i even Um, I got married, I think I was like 21, 22, Uh, got married, had a child. Um, My child is being restored back to me right now in Jesus' name. And so the Lord was just, he was really just working, he was with me this whole time, but I didn't know it. I only called upon the name of Jesus when I was in situations where I just needed a crutch or I needed a way out. So then as time goes on, you know, I I left my my husband and my child and and got into making methamphetamines. Well, um, I I got into that hardcore uh, making methamphetamines, uh, doing drugs, smoking drugs, smoking crack cocaine, uh, just being on the streets, bouncing from house to house, man to man, just living on the road and so i was into that and i was in florida went back to alabama uh still doing the same thing um, i got in trouble uh i got my i've gotten different assault charges um i have gotten different drug charges uh you know we would like take off in people's vehicles uh pawn people's vehicles just a lot of fighting a lot of things you know that was just violence violence and anger was a part of my life um that i was just used to so as i kept on going kept on going i ended up in a place called opelika alabama and and so that's where i got my first manufacturing charge a manufacturing charge is, is being in trouble for making methamphetamines um, I got in, tr- I did 30 days in the Chambers County j- jail. I was having like seances in the jail. I mean, trying to call upon the dead to help me, you know, and, and trying to be all mystical and all of this stuff and, and just trying to get, get my way out of jail. So anyways, time goes on. I get out of jail on that one. I go to another jail I get in trouble again this is my second manufacturing charge so I'm in one jail pending another charge for manufacturing methamphetamines same charge another county jail I do 333 days in that Lee County jail and this is where this is where Jesus came really real to me I had a vision of a, of a man in my face with brown hair and his arms wide open and I was like you know who is this guy and I thought I was just on my bunk in the jail concrete walls locked down 24 hours a day you know eating beans greens and cornbread and all of a sudden and in an all women's cell this man appears to me and I'm like who is this? And all I see is his arms wide open. Now, granted, I've seen pictures of, of Jesus, you know, on different books and, and uh, paintings and whatnot. I was like, well, this has got to be Jesus. You know, this has just got to be him. Uh, I'm just thinking. But I think I'm going crazy. I think that, you know, all these drugs that I'm coming off of, you know, I'm just seeing this image of a man. But I didn't say anything. I kept quiet. So time goes on, and I'm, I'm really praying into getting into this place called the Love Lady Center in Birmingham, Alabama. Now, mind you, um, I'm doing I'm in there a year, 333 days. Yeah, 333. God talks to me in numbers and colors and signs and, and wonders, and I, I did those 333 days in the county jail, locked down 24 hours a day, maybe seeing sunlight at once every two weeks. I get accepted into this Love Lady Center, Rehabilitation Center, where it's based on God. The focal point is God. Well, I see all these different things. I see, you know, uh, people getting baptized in the Holy Spirit. And the leader of the facility, you know, she was having these Bible studies, and she said, who in here wants more of God? And I'm like, well, what I've been doing ain't really been working out, so let's just try to do something else, you know? So I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and with evidence of speaking in tongues, and I just kind of went from there. But that wasn't really my wake-up call. This was like 2012. Well, as I'm in rehab, you know, I learned that my mother, you know, she died of multiple sclerosis. Like I told you, you know, I was 14 years old, and I hit the streets, and I not went back home except for when I was like 21, maybe just for a couple of days. I, My mother even seen uh, my firstborn child. And um, so I learned in rehab that my mother passed, and I was thinking, well, I was just sitting at my desk one day as I was working at the Love Lady Center, and something—now I know it was the Holy Spirit—told me to Google her name. So I Google my mom's name, and it came up that she had, you know, deceased, and and I was like, wow. So I kind of went through a moment of where, where do I go from here? You know, what do I do now? I wasn't even there for the time that she passed. So. I go back out, you know, still making drugs, making methamphetamines, and lo and behold, within four months, I get a trafficking manufacturing charge. So all this time, the, the other two manufacturing charges, the first one, the first one went, uh, got dismissed because of, um, some evidence that was not you know applicable to me the second one because of my time that i did uh, in the love lady center and the time that i did in the jail it went from a felony to a misdemeanor praise god but now here i am again with a trafficking manufacturing charge now i'm thinking oh my gosh this is this holds 10 to 99 to life in prison so they came across me with you know um well, we're, gonna, we're putting you back in jail. Let me just tell you about the experience that I had of when the police came in, the, I was making drugs. So the police bust in there with one of those um, door-breaking things, and the first thing that came out of my mouth was, there's God. <laughs> there's God. Because, mind you, I'd, already, I'd been saved and baptized in the Holy Ghost, you know, just running. I was just running from God. But when they busted in that door on me, I just knew Hears God. So, of course, they take me to the jail. I do another 65 days. Um, of time in that jail, uh, I write seven different letters to the Love Lady Center, trying to get reaccepted into the Love Lady Center just to get out of trouble. You know, I figure, well, if I'm going go to get a rehab, <laughs> I'm going to get out of trouble again. You know, because this this looks really good on your record. Well, on that seventh letter, the the Lord told Miss Brenda Spawn to let me back into the Love Lady Center. So of course, they they take me to the Love Lady Center. I'm shackled both times from head to toe i've got chains around my waist and down to my ankles and literally a police officer is escorting me into the facility for the second time and and they get me into intake and they were like permission to release the prisoner so i went in there i was like okay so they unshackled me i went in there and i was just like you know god This is really not working out. Here I am again at rehab. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to surrender to you completely now. So when as my knees hit the ground, my life began. I Truly, my knees, my heart, my mind, everything just completely surrendered unto the Lord. Now, from that time, I finished the program, of course. My, my son was my second son. And all this time, I've got another son by the name of Carson that's 13 now. And God has been restoring him over and over again since 2012. It's been a cycle of going back and forth, back and forth about my son. So God has been, you know, in the business of restoring our children to us. Because I, at one time, you know, I left him when he was like three and a half. And eight years later, you know, God had brought him into my life. But I chose to go back out into the streets and make mess. And, and I used to be a, um, an IV user you know, putting a needle in my arm, and so I always tell people, you know, I went from being that IV user to an NIV user, amen, oh, I love the Bible, so, so God was just really churning my heart, stirring my heart, showing me that he was very real, showing me that he could help me, so I go along in the program, I finish the program, I was there, oh, about three years this time, I did not leave. Um, i was facing 15 years uh, in prison on on this last charge and proverbs 21:1 came to life for the king's heart lays in the lord's hand he shall do with it as he pleases and so i seen in that day in court when they, when i went from 15 year sentence down to a 10 year sentence due to 2 years going back to rehab i seen what the lord changed the judge's heart and did not send me down to the prison gates. So that is a miracle within itself, because I was facing so much time. So wow. I go, yeah, I I go back, I go back to the Love Lady Center, and I stay in my process there. I finish the program. Of course, they've got this strict court order on me. They had such a strict court order on me that if my foot hit the pavement, that I would get what is called an escape charge. And so glory to God. You know, I just carried out the core order. I carried out the time there, and so the Lord had really been showing me that you know I have uh, spiritual gifts about me. I had no idea what that was, and I was getting these you know words of knowledge, and people were getting healed when I was praying for them. People were getting delivered, and I would hold worship eight o'clock every single night at the Love Lady Center, and I would just be in there praying, and people would just come in with me and just worship the Lord. And I would spend, you know, like four to eight hours, sometimes I would spend hours upon hours just praying and worshiping the Lord, not knowing what I was doing, but I was just seeking the God of the heavens to help me, to come down on me, just so I know that there is hope of surviving. What I thought was a lifestyle that I was living, he was showing me that I have a new life, a new way, and he was going to show me how to do it. So i was like okay so i'm just going to carry on so in all of this time just kind of breaking it down a little bit more i got my driver's license i got my ged i i had a job i had my first legal job where i was actually getting a paycheck and not having to rely on drugs or men or different things in my life to make sure i had food in my belly or shelter i actually got a job and everything glory to god and so Time went on, and I'm just kind of doing the program. Um, Back in 2015, I was uh, connected with a ministry called Heaven on Earth Ministries, and I was really active. I was ministering and just praying for people, and the Lord put it on the pastor's heart to ordain me. And I was like, okay, well, this is amazing, you know, because I was holding Bible studies, you know, periodically. I was teaching four different classes at the Lovelady Center, you know, gifts of the spirit, just the word of God and faith and testimony. I was doing church services, um, devotional time. I would hold, like, devotions. It was just an amazing movement. So God, you know, God put it on the pastor's heart, the apostle's heart to ordain me. So at that time, I went from being a meth cook to an ordained minister praise God <laughs> wow. so that was yeah so so that was awesome so time goes on and I'm ministering I'm still doing we were sometimes I had three services a day you know on Sunday you know that I would minister and pray for people we're talking about a facility of 400 plus women and about a hundred to a hundred and fifty children in one building so, I mean, you could only imagine people and the, the the hunger and the thirst that you know God was allowing me to operate in. It was just absolutely amazing. So, time goes on, and all of this I'm com- I'm communicating with my with my second son, Carson. And glory to God, he was able to come to the Love Lady Center. I was able to get an apartment. I was able to still, you know, uh work for the Love Lady Center. I became a staff member. I worked in the legal department. I was on the ministry team. I worked in the director's office. So I went from one level of life to <laughs> We go from glory to glory. I went from one level of life up to the director's office of working for the facility called the Love Lady Center. I was in the legal department, super. I mean, just kind of working with another supervisor, helping girls get out of jail, even helping some guys get out of jail, come to re, come to rehab, come to a place where God can change their hearts and show them that there is a better life. Okay. So moving right along in all of this time um the heart was my heart was being turned towards ministry school. Now mind you I knew nothing about Todd Bentley, I knew nothing about Fresh Fire, I knew nothing about Sean Boltz and all these other you know big names you hear affiliated with you know Todd Bentley. And so there was a girl that came into my office at the Love Lady Center I was in there, and she was like, hey, you know, the Lord is visiting my heart about ministry school. I was like, oh, really? Me too. I had checked out Oral Roberts. I had checked out um Rhema Bible College. I had checked out Acquire the Fire, just different places in Birmingham, Alabama, or all over the world that I was going to attend Uh, ministry school so we were I was visiting those when she came into my office it's just I knew something was very different about this interaction with her and she said hey this guy named Todd Bentley's got some school uh in Fort Mill South Carolina and I'm just the Lord's just visiting my heart about it I was like okay let's pray I don't know who he is but let's just see what we got going on here you know So literally, we pray, and she goes about her business, and I start researching. I'm like, who is this Todd Bentley? Who is this School of Supernatural? Let's check this out. So I go to YouTube, and I see on YouTube where Bob Jones is laying his hands on uh, Todd Bentley, and he's praying for him, and the Spirit of God came in through that YouTube, came in through that YouTube uh, video right there, and literally, the Spirit of God ministered to my heart, and I just began knowing that this is where I needed to be. Okay, so in all of this time, in my story, I tell you that, you know, you never hear me talk about a father. Well, my father was never a part of my life, okay? It was just my mother, like, playing both roles. So um, in this time, the Lord was really prompting my heart about my passport, getting my passport. So I was like, okay, no problem. But I was hearing so much negativity about, well, you can't get a passport because you got a felony. Because I got convicted of that manufacturing charge. Uh, you can't get it. So anyways, as time goes on, I received the money twice for my passport. And let me tell you what happened with this. The application on this passport, it goes, you know, you got to fill out your mom's name, her birth date, and where she was born, your father's name, blah, blah, blah. Well, I come to the part where it asked about my father, and the only thing that I had was his name. That's all I had. So then the research began. I was like, okay, God, you're telling me to get my passport? so I'm going to get my passport. I don't know why or where I'm going, but I'm going to do it. So I'm filling out my passport information here. I come to that, and my best friend, she's right next to me, and she's like, well, you don't know this information. I'm like, no, I don't. I'm like, if you, if you want to help me find this information, let's just go for it, and let's just see if we can find this information about my real father. Okay, so literally, okay, we put in, of course, Facebook. Everybody loves Facebook. We put in William Arnold Watson, and it came up with a picture of a man in a um, in a military suit. Uh, with a hat on and everything it looked like he was um a general uh he's been in a korean war and i was like well maybe this is it maybe this is him he's like and my best friend was looking at me she's like you look just like him and i'm like okay let's just go for it so she starts communicating with the people on the friends list and it comes up to where she starts communicating with my sister yeah with my sister yeah. I've never yeah with my sister that I'd never seen never heard of or anything like that so she's communicating and her name was Dina okay and Dina was like okay so I'm not really equipped to handle all of this is what we kind of was feeding off of it kind of discerning from it but I'm gonna pass you off to my oldest sister by the name of Marla okay so we start communicating with Marla and Marla's like okay so um This is what I want to do, because I I was really in doubt. I was really in doubt. I was like, okay, we need some more proof than this. We need some more proof in the pudding if you're really going to be my sister, if I'm really going to be, you know, connected to a family. And she was like, I'm going to send you a DNA test. And I was like, okay, here we go. So the next couple of days, I received the DNA test, and guess what day it was on? July 4th. I'm doing this DNA test. (laughs) Yeah, a day of freedom, right? So I'm doing this DNA test. I put it inside of this box, and I send it off to the lab, and it comes back that Marla, Dina, a lady by the name of Leanne, and Patty I have four sisters, and I have another half-brother from another marriage. And I was like, oh, my God goodness and of course you know my sister marla the oldest sister she owns a company on the internet called flylady.net so she's like totally connected to everybody and everything and it's just amazing everybody's so you know into jesus and everybody's saved and it's just amazing my um next to the oldest sister is even got a phd in christian counseling i meet yes can you believe this both of the
0: but now yeah. this is
1: the same mom same dad this is the same dad different moms
0: okay okay gotcha
1: okay all right so literally I meet my oldest sister and my next to the oldest sister because we we go to we go to my sister's um, graduation and I do believe that was in Tennessee I think that's where we went to Tennessee it's um a, a View College, forgive me. But anyways, we went there and I meet these two. She graduates with this PhD in Christian Counseling. And literally, all this is coming together. Here comes Ministry School. Okay, so I tell my sisters, hey, I feel like the Lord is, you know, trying to, you know, send me to ministry school. You know, uh, I'm discovering that I have a call in my life to preach and teach the gospel, for to see millions of people, you know, come to Christ. I, I believe in Jesus. I believe that I can do this, you know, by the leading of the Holy Spirit. And so they sponsored me they they sent me to school i went to school i graduated ministry school i received a a car the day i leave for ministry school hallelujah The, the lord had given me a word two years ago that he was going to give me a car and i receive it the day that i go to ministry school hallelujah it was just absolutely amazing so three months go by september 2016 2016 I joined uh, Todd Bentley School of the Supernatural I graduate like he you know like he says with on with honors I traveled to Omaha Nebraska Kansas City Missouri with Todd while in school I graduated in December and literally um, three people were chosen um, out of the school to go on the road full-time with Todd The Lord chose us to go, In January I entered into the internship, and I graduated April 27th, uh, doing now six months totally uh, with Todd, with the internship and the school. And I'm full-time with Todd Bentley, traveling all over the world and praying that I get to go to Pakistan in the name of Jesus. So now
0: now, – You got your passport, right?
1: Uh, yes, yes. Oh I'm sorry. Yes, I got my passport. You know, where where the world was saying no, God said yes and I have my passport. Yes.
0: I mean, isn't it just it's it you know, when we look back with our little mind, it's crazy, but God just puts <laughs> these little things together and, yeah. and then when when you finally see the whole picture you're going, How did this happen? you know?
1: Mhm. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just it's just been one miracle step after another, Todd. It's just been one miracle step after another. Yes.
0: Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Okay, so so uh, tell us tell us everything that's going on in Lindell now, because Todd y'all just came down for a three day like Mother's Day weekend. Yes. And it has started to explode here.
1: Yes, absolutely. Uh, we actually they flew in. We we were down in Brownsville, Texas at a great church down there and the and the next place we were coming to was Lindell, Texas just 3 days and just you know just like normal, you know normal thing is come in, have some meetings, watch people get saved, watch people get healed, watch people get delivered by the power of the Holy Ghost and literally we felt a stirring. In our heart, Todd Bentley said, there's something very unique about this place. There's something very unique. There's a stirring here. There's an excitement here. There's a great well of revelation. There's a great well of just impartation. There's a great well of just God's glory manifesting here. And we, so we began praying. He began, you know, seeking the Lord about, you know, revival breaking out. He began to seek the Lord about this stirring What's going on? We were getting different pictures of things, different words, uh, just different revelation that was coming from the Lord that yes, there is an explosion fixing to happen. And I even got a, um, a vision of seeing, you know, the baby's head being, uh, uh, puncturing through the birth canal and and we were like okay we're gonna go after this and and Todd you know, got with fresh fire got with you know got with the Lord first got with fresh fire and we have seen miracle after miracle every single night the strength and the power of his presence keeps growing in this place the strength and the power of God's love being poured out of course you when you see God's glory like this you see miracle signs and wonders but I'm telling Telling you that there is something explosive going on for Lyndell, Texas, where we have not seen it like this. We went to California. We went to L.A. We went to Hollywood. We went to Las Vegas. We went to uh, San Antonio, Texas. We oh my gosh, Mississippi. We went to Tennessee. We went to New Jersey. We went to New York twice, and literally we have not seen a stirring like this happen except for in Lyndell, Texas. It wow. is. Yeah, it is a great, it is a great time of God drawing all men to himself and God pouring out his love, pouring out his glory for Lindell, Texas. Now, of course, we don't have all the answers and we don't have all the, you know, the things that God are, God is doing, but we know what we're sensing. We know what we're feeling and we know how it looks from here. And it looks like revival is breaking out in Lindell, Texas. Hallelujah. Yeah.
0: I believe you're right. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I'm just going to share this. My yeah. wife was on the way there. She stopped to put in gas, and there were three hitchhikers. So she yeah. she starts talking to them about God, and then she says, have you ever been to a revival meeting, you know, a healing meeting? And they're like, well, no. And she says, well, come on. So she picks them up, and she brings them. Well, they, oh, ended, up, they ended up, they, they were all, I don't know, probably – you know, from 20 to 23 or whatever, one girl, two boys, and uh, they were hitchhiking to go to Georgia where uh-huh. they had jobs up there. And uh, so they stayed with us for three days and and went to the meetings. Well, the girl couldn't hear out of one of her ears, and, and she was the one that got called up and, and her ear opened up on stage. And it's priceless because if, if, if you go back and watch um, – you know, if you could put, type into Facebook, Cod Bentley, um, the one that comes up with a green check on it.
1: Uh, yeah, and, blue check. Uh huh.
0: Or blue check, and then you go back and you watch. Um, I, I don't know. It was like two days ago, but her eyes—you saw them open when it happened. You know what I mean? Because I know a lot of people. that Oh yeah, yeah, sure. I believe God will heal you, but you can tell when somebody really gets healed, and it's just like <laughs> their their face. It's just priceless. And uh, yes. I, I tell you what, they, they uh, God took them off the street for three days and they just had a blast. And, yes. uh, and you know, both me and my wife are chefs, so they really enjoyed the food too. And then <laughs> uh, um, two, of our, one of our kids and one of our nieces, they drove them to Georgia yesterday. So they, uh, they're there today. But wow. Uh, anyway. Wow, yeah. wow, wow. I, I was telling I was telling some people, that I was in uh, Mississippi yesterday, and I was telling them, look, you know, it's worth driving down there, you know, because everybody's got something in their life or somebody who's, I mean, you know, all the people with, with the mental problems that have been healed. Um, oh, know, one come
1: one. on. That's good. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I talked to a lady last night because I had prayed for her son. Because he's, he's got this, like, mental block where he hit his head at one time. And so I said, get your son here, you know. Yes. And then yes. there was a lady I saw that was blind in one eye and, uh, you know, got healed. And I mean, there's just been a ton of, of different types of healings. And all I can say is get there.
1: Yes, Absolutely. Yeah, we, we've got people coming in um, from Fresh Fire Ministries from Fort Mill, South Carolina. We've got people coming in from New Jersey, New York. We've got people from California. We've got people, uh, there was people there from Belize. There was people there from Alaska. Yeah, people are coming in from all areas of the world just to en- enjoy the glory of God. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah they're seeing they're seeing the full manifestation. you know you know God is it is all about the Word of God but it's also about the demonstration and the power of the Holy Spirit it's all it's not mere word but it is power of the Holy Spirit to be demonstrated you know the sons and daughters you know we are to demonstrate the power of God of how this earth groans for the full manifestation of the power of God and we're seeing it in this meeting we're seeing it here in Lindale Texas and it's truly the love of the father was being poured out and it's just absolutely amazing
0: yeah it is amazing and and you know I know that there's a lot of people who are very skeptical, but I've known Todd for probably I guess well 15 years now and wow. you know I believe in the guy I trust the guy you know every I, I hear well you know he this happened this ha-. do you know what? You know what Jesus said, him without sin cast the first stone? Come on. We all screw up. We all screw up, you know? Yeah. And and I had a dream about Todd years ago, and God told me to raise him from the dead. And so I prayed and prayed, and and I believe that was that season that he went through, and I believe he's back from the dead. And And it's it's time. And, you know, somebody told me yesterday, well, I, you know, I wouldn't do it the way he's doing it. And I said, you know what? You get out there and start preaching like he is, and you can do it however you want.
1: Amen. You know? yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, I don't, I wouldn't touch God's anointed, you know. Right, hey,
1: touch hey, not hey. my anointed and do my prophet no harm. Yes, sir. Yeah,
0: I, I've heard people talk about Benny Hinn. I don't care what you think about Benny Hinn, but keep your mouth off him. Because, Amen. You know what I'm saying? If you, if, <laughs> if you want the blessing on your life, you know, I don't care if you, you don't like Benny Hinn or not. I would keep my mouth off of them anyway. Because, uh, yeah. You just open up stuff. And so anyway, so I'm so glad to have you on here. And, uh, at the, you know, what I will do is I will attach, uh, all the information that you give me to the end yeah. of the show, because I know people are going to hear this. And, and, you know, Todd is extended it another week. Yeah. Give people another week to come. Yes. And, uh, Who knows what God's going to do? And who knows what God will do in their life if they just get here, you know?
1: Yes. Yes, sir. Absolutely.
0: I know a lot of people are are getting healed just watching what he's on on Facebook, you know? Yes. But there's a difference when you're in the presence.
1: Oh, that's very true. Yeah, Todd, that's a good point right there. There is, you know, there's no separation in the spirit, definitely. You know, but being being in the direct manifestation of God's presence and glory, oh, it just brings so much to your life. It brings so much to your spirit. You know, it it, it's just a great time of coming together, getting to know one another, coming into complete unity uh, together as the body of Christ, because that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to come together. You know, do not forsake the fellowship. Do not forsake, you know, going to be with one another and, and just watching our God, our Father love on us. It's it's biblical. You know, we need to come together and be as one. Amen?
0: Amen. And, you know, I, I've called a bunch of uh, pastors that I have not seen there and have told them about it and stuff. And, yeah. uh, you know, some have called back, some have not. I even called Winky Prattney yesterday, or I, I actually, I sent them an email, and haven't heard back, but I know I will, and uh, told Winky Pratney he's the one, uh, you know, back in the 70s, he's the one that led the Jesus revival. And so uh, uh, he would love to see what's going on now, you know. And uh, one of the things, too, a lot of these pastors, they're like, oh, I don't want my people going because I don't want my sheep. wait a minute. You know, all these sheep belong to Jesus. You know, and if we don't start following and and growing, you know, we don't start coming together. I mean, it's time for, you know, I don't care if you're white, black, red, purple, whatever. It's time for the walls to come down. That's the only way we will see true revival.
1: That's right. That's right. It's when we all come into that strong agreement together.
0: Yeah. Yes. 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 So... All right. So why don't you tell them what time it starts tonight and then. Okay. Uh, All right.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. We're that is Bethesda church. The meetings begin at 7 PM nightly, 7 PM nightly at Bethesda church on South main street here in Lindale, Texas. Come out, enjoy the glory of God. And, and we look forward to seeing everyone there.
0: Yes. And, uh, yeah, i mean all i can say on this is you know um if you have any way to get there get there yes you know find a way
1: yeah planes trains or automobiles take a cab call a friend it doesn't matter where there's a will there's a way <laughs>
0: all right well thank you so much for coming on susan
1: Absolutely. It's a great honor and a great privilege. Uh, and I thank you so much for the opportunity. This has been a wonderful time to share God's glory with you and with everyone listening. And I, I pray that truly uh, everyone is blessed by, by hearing uh, the testimony of Jesus Christ that has manifested itself fully in my life. And I, I pray that you know, there's healing and deliverance that comes from this great opportunity that, that you and your family you know, have given me to be able to share. I thank you so much. Thank you.
0: Well, I thank you.